For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargetsy, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. Today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money, Athletic Greens, and Babel. All right. Here we are. We're back. Uh, rolled in this morning. From? 10 a.m. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Nice. All right. Told them, told them the time about us when we uh, Vandy beat South Carolina for the first SEC win, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we carried the, and we tried to. Mm-hmm. This is a good opening joke. Mm-hmm. That's a fun, uh, like when you have like something like that, you're like, ah, I'll just go up and say that. I'm trying to do that more on stage. Like you kind of, uh, especially with getting new stuff, it's like you, I kind of go like what I'm ex- the most excited to talk about, and just being like just. And I have this college that chunk, and uh, so I'm just kind of going into it. And you start it, and then kind of just go from there, you know. Mm-hmm. You went to the national championship game, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was on right. the field. Very exciting game. It was <laughs> awesome. Uh, Josh Brooks, the uh, Georgia athletic director, was kind enough to uh, invite me to the show. Uh, to the show to, uh, it was a show. Yeah. Uh, invite me to the game. Uh, he came to our show. And then uh, he's his family's awesome. Uh, it's they're they're great. They listen to the podcast. Uh, uh, awesome, awesome uh, people. And I mean, he's done an amazing job there. And it was nice because it was we got to sit in his suite, and uh, it you know not it wasn't a game, right? So, yeah, so you did a party, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I would have liked a game, but I also didn't mind, you know, not being. You know, around the most stressful people you could be around if the game was right, right, right like right. it would be a lot for them. Yeah, and they were relaxed pretty quickly. I bet. I yeah, mean, if you were in like a TCU yeah. box, that would have been less uh, fun. Yeah, it might have got around to fun. Yeah, they're not going to be up, up tight either. Yeah, if they well, if they get yeah, if it's like you know. <laughs> The beginning of the third quarter, and they're still mad. You're like, all right, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you would have been yeah. perfect for TCU as a Vandy fan. You yeah. could show them how to. Guys, I've been here. Let me well, show you how TC, to have fun. Vandy used to be TCU. They Vandy used to. That was like you saw TCU on the schedule. Check market, mm-hmm. automatic win. That's how crazy. And then now 
they were in the national championship game. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and really showed like they belonged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know who could have really shown. They, I mean, it's basically Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. It's like those are the three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Monsters, and but going on the field and walking out there and just seeing it, and you know, uh, it was it was unreal. The whole experience was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that Notre Dame doesn't have the most embarrassing national championship loss ever. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, that feels good. I think it's so funny. I've been reading all these conspiracy theories that Georgia has been pumping their players full of misinformation all season. Like they've been like gaslighting their players because every player they interview after the national championship, they're like, Y'all thought we were going to go five and seven. Yeah. Y'all thought we were going to go four and eight. And you're like, you've been the favorites all year. Yeah. But in their head, they're like, y'all doubted us. It's like, no, no one ever did. Yeah. Yeah, You got to keep the underdog mentality. Yeah. I guess it works. Yeah. The chip on their shoulder. Yeah. I wonder if, I don't know if that's conspiracy. Like, I mean, I think every team probably does that. Like, you, you can find something. You'll find somebody that says something. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I do with comedy. Because they Every, lost a lot of players. This is not going to go. They lost a lot <laughs> yeah. of players to the NFL. Yeah. But I think, weren't they preseason number one coming think, into this year? But you said conspiracy theory, they're pumping the players. I thought, oh, with what? Oh, yeah. no. And I these thought, had misinformation, <laughs> and I'm like. I thought misinformation was code. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I oversold it going <laughs> they into They told them not to get the vaccine. Yeah. Or they told them to get the vaccine. Like, I don't even know which one you're going after. You're like, they kept giving them boosters, and you're like, and it was not boosters. It was steroids. You're like, what? <laughs> uh, you're like, oh, so they did like every football program does. I mean, they just make stuff up. You know, they're, I, mean, I, I think you can find something. Uh, you know, you could find somebody or one someone guy. that's doubting. But to act like there's yeah. the whole country doubted them all year. It's like you're the defending national yeah. champions. Well, David Pollack at the end uh, in the interview with Saban said, he said, George is the new – power program mm-hmm. in football. I said it right next to Saban. Oh, I saw yeah. that, yeah. Uh, and you saw Saban. So it'll be interesting. I mean, it, uh, that at least makes that game, if they, you know, do they play next year? Like, in the probably. regular season? Yeah, I don't know. They will in the SEC championship game. Yeah. Most know. likely. And then yeah, so Saban's he'll, coming he'll in make hot it fun. next year. Yeah, He's yeah. coming in hot. Yeah, it will. It's. I mean, that's all it takes is that yeah. Oh, yeah so they could have found some video from the last year going like they did it but they're losing all these guys you know they could have yeah yeah Saban's probably got that video now he just watches it every day <laughs> of that guy saying oh. that and oh, probably yeah. plays in the locker room nonstop. Mm-hmm. it was I think David Pollock said it though like he said it to say it like he I don't even know if there was look it's not no, completely wrong two straight they won two straight yes but it's uh you know, now they're going to go for three. Like, the motivation is all still there. And I think he said it to, like, oh, I'm going to say it because Nick Saban's sitting yeah. next to me. Oh, to I let him that. know. Like, that's what it – I thought that's how I. That's how it felt to me. Like, oh, I'll – I oh, like yeah, it we too. Are the, but I like to think that Saban is now supercharged. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes the game – they need to – they're 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 play it all next year because uh, you, you, you got to do something to make this game watchable. I mean, you know, it's interesting. College, we were talking about college football this week. College football is just, it's, you know, it's these main teams, man. And then it's, you know, I know like Tennessee's coming up or like these things are coming up, you know, but it's it's Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. And and usually Clemson. There's or, And then the playoffs is one 
surprise team gets in. This yeah. year it was TCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the other... I think, too, really, TCU and Michigan. Because however Michigan lost to TCU, I don't know how that happened. But. Yeah. Those games were awesome. Yeah. The games leading up yeah, to Yeah, they it. were great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how Michigan lost to TCU and then they lose to Georgia like that. That's what when God is not on your side as a program, that's what happens. That's true. That and is Notre true. Dame. God's on Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre side. Dame and Alabama. That's no, what I've always I'm not said. saying they're on our side. I'm saying they're not on Michigan's. I know that yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if there is a God, he wants nothing to do with Michigan. Yeah. I tweeted uh, the university, not the whole state. No, I'll throw the whole state in there oh, too. Okay. But, yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ann Arbor specifically. I yeah. do love Michigan, the the state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As a kid, I wore a lot of Michigan T-shirts. That's because my brother-in-law's from there, so I had a lot of hand-me-downs from Michigan. Yeah, he had a lot of like like the college. Yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. 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 Really repping Michigan down in Opelika, Alabama. Yeah. Your brother-in-law. Yeah. How old your sister? She's. 11 years older than oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. I don't want to just throw out together. her age, but yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. I was just trying yeah. to map it together. It's a lot. Yeah, she's she's oh, my yeah. age. Yeah, I got a family. You know, I got a wild family tree. Yeah. I mean, it's there out there. Yeah, she is your age. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Your family tree goes up one tree, but then there's a tree next to <laughs> this it. This couple is growing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a couple. It's around. on separate it's trees. There's some shrubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're starting again in a lot yeah, of places. Yeah, yeah. But your dad's been married five times, four times, four times. But his current wife for how long? Like twenty years. So in a way, lives. he's like, guys, I told you, I just gotta find the right one. It's yeah. not me, yeah. it's them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he could make that argument. Yeah. <laughs> his wife, um, they have a. Uh, I have a younger sister with the two of them, mm. and his wife loves to say to me in front of my dad, she goes. She'll say to other people, she'll go, you know, Dusty is like the best dad I've ever seen. And I don't know where he gets it from. <laughs> she loves to say that right in front of my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. He is the best dad I've That's ever funny. seen. Uh, yeah. Well, the game was, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. And Josh and his family, I met his brothers, their family. I mean, they were just super nice and uh you root for that guy. That guy, he was he was at like I want to say Louisiana Monroe, and like I mean he really like came up through the rankings and was the equipment manager and all this kind of stuff, and and then now uh, athletic director and uh, uh, just a just a really good dude. Uh, so that was awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted me to say something about you, you but now I've blanked. <laughs> Oh, it's a fun out. I'm yeah. sure it was positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was very, very nice. Yeah. And I'm sure I'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had some very funny stories. It would be, but it would happen to all of us where it was like he would, like his first game, uh, the first game when he was AD, he like goes to a basketball game and he's walking in and they were like, you can't come in this way. I mean, he's athletic. He's over all <laughs> athletics. And they're like, you know, and, he, and he's, he's just a nice guy that doesn't want to be like, do you even know what you're doing? Uh-huh. He's like, all right, we'll go around the other way. <laughs> he walked around the other wow. way. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is nice. Yeah. I was watching. Because I would definitely be like, well, I'm not going to be rude about it, but I'm going to go ahead and come in this door. Yeah. Yeah. That's very nice of him. I was watching the Jags game this weekend. They were getting killed 27 to nothing, second quarter. And I tweeted, Jags versus TCU in the loser's bracket. And people are liking it. Chad Withrow was tweeted. I thought, man, this is so funny. And then 
<laughs> Jag score 27-7. Like, all right, I, I wish Chargers keep pouring it on. My tweet yeah. looks funny. And then it's 27-14. And then as the night goes on, I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and by the end of the night, people are just trolling me like, oh, that went really well, didn't it, yeah. buddy? Yeah. <laughs> it really backfired on it's me. It's like tweet Did you deleted. make the, uh, freezing cold takes? You ever seen that on? Mm-mm. No, it's one of my favorite it's, accounts. It's like people that tweeted that tweet exactly that, mm. and then the other one loses. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then you they'll go back years and years. find. They tweets. do yeah. history stuff too, but they do. <laughs> it's all sports, and it's very funny. Where they're yeah. they're just be like, and they're you know be like Georgia has no chance to go uh-huh. back, you know, or yeah. something. Some guy said it a year ago. Yeah. And then they just bring it back up. <laughs> they'll pull up tweets like this: Mike Trout guy is overrated from you know like <laughs> yeah. 2004 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, you're that tweets exactly. Yeah. What it would be? Uh, we did not get to see that game because we had a show and. Uh, I mean that game seems unreal. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. There. Uh, it was uh, the, watching or the Jack uh, Derek Trucks, uh, Susan Zdesky sang the national anthem. They were mm-hmm. at the game. They're big Jags fans. And uh, I texted with Derek. Derek bet on the Jags to win at halftime and really? won big. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. He was at the game and then bet on them and then won big. The yeah. exact what opposite was, of what you just told yeah. us. Yeah, well, there, there's a story that kind of went viral of a guy who who bet on the Chargers when they were up 27 nothing. He bet a million dollars on yeah. them to win, the payout of which would only be 11 grand. But he's yeah. like, I'm a genius. It's a surefire way to make 11 grand. Yeah. And, you know, ended up losing a million yeah, dollars. That never, I didn't make sense, though. Why would you, for that little, why would you risk that much for that little? Yeah, I mean, if you got a million dollars. Because it's, it's virtually a sure thing. You run that simulation. A hundred thousand times. It's yeah. it's almost every time the Chargers are going to win that game. But you, the idea that you just put it out there that you might lose one point four million dollars, eleven thousand dollars becomes nothing when you're looking yeah. at one point four million. <laughs> yeah. If if you had one point four million dollars cash in front of you and someone grabbed eleven thousand and ran off, you wouldn't even <laughs> chase them because it just wouldn't be worth. It's a good point. Chasing them. Uh-huh. So there's it's it's uh it's just doesn't make sense. The betting stuff, look, I know we we talk about betting, but the betting stuff is dry some of it drives me crazy where you're like these parlays and these they just show them every week and you're like, oh my gosh. It's like, too much, it's taken it's over too much. everything. Yeah. It's like not even some of the, you know. I was making sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So DraftKings. Then, yeah. <laughs> the people love it. It's, the people love it. I commented on the last podcast that Titans won in the playoffs, and <clears throat> it was pre-recorded. Yeah. And it it confused people this time because yeah. we weren't as clear. Oh. We did it with the Vanderbilt Tennessee game. Yeah. You made it very clear. We don't know. And this time I did it again, and people were like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Let me tell you one thing that – tell me if this is – if I'm crazy on this. It was like with the Bills – Watch, I watched the Bills game. And it's also – like it's been unreal with the Hamlin, Hamlin stuff and like what they – you know, how much money they raised, that stuff, like all that. But then I saw a lady in the stands hold up an America's team sign for the Bills. <laughs> and I mean, I was like, all right, well, I don't – now you're making me not root for the Bills. Uh-huh. Like just kind of like – yeah, yeah, I mean, we're every we all. We, it's a game. It's dumb. It's and yeah. we we just 
pray for that Hamlin. And that's insane. But then, like, to like just to hold up marriage, you're like, well, don't bring us, you know, I mean, you're playing another team. Yeah, yeah, You're, sure. like, making that team feel bad. Like, well, I can't even root. Like, now we just have to have the. Yeah, like, we're but, sorry the guy got hurt, but we don't all like your team. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But she was a Bills fan, so of right. course she's going to. But it's the, it's the, uh, yeah, the arrogance of just going, like, just, you know, just even, just have a. Three sign. And how you gonna take that? Yeah, she used the E. We're for she used the three E for the threes, and you're like, just use. If you hold up a three, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's the fact that you're like, no, we're America's team now. Everybody wants us to win. You're like, well, what's the other team? Yeah, Russia's team. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you're like, well, I mean, there's other there's other teams. Is it the Cowboys called America's team? Yeah, the Cowboys are still called America's. team. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's the you know everybody's playing. These other games are playing. You're like, I mean, you know. The other the other players are I read into stuff very much, but it it was a little I was a little like all right. Oh, that would annoy me for the same reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Just, let's not come on. Let's, yeah, let's not overstate what's happening here. Yeah, you're not, yeah. You're not America's team. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Rocket Money guys, New Year, new goals, time to manage your budget better and save some money. You need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, it's a mm. personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about or want to get rid of. I signed up for Dusty's newsletter. It's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's just a bunch of conspiracy theories and stuff I don't need to hear about. Charges you very weirdly. Weird yeah. times. <laughs> you should have known that was what it was yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it comes straight to my phone. Hey, you hear about this? Now, Dusty's newsletter is free. Sign up for that. But a lot of most subscriptions aren't. I still have Adobe because Aaron showed me some stuff two years ago. I haven't used it once. That's a perfect example of what I need to do or need to learn how to use it, right, Aaron? Yes. Stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nate. That's rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Rocketmoney.com slash Nate. Boom. There you go. Uh, also, uh, the, we had, had great shows this weekend. Uh and it's nothing's been a problem, but I, I do want to address like I, not a ton, but like because we've said I have new material on the road. I do have new material on the road. Uh, uh, the special is not out, so it's like sometimes you go to these cities, you're going to end up. I, I'm still I'm still doing some of the special stuff, uh, and then uh, I but I, I was doing like forty seven minutes this weekend. Uh, but just to give people, I just, I just want, I'm just trying to show, tell people how it works. We've had no problems. Everybody's been very nice. I'm not trying to say we have problems, but, uh, I there, we've had some questions and I, so I'm just, was like, well, I'll just tell you. And it's, uh, I got 47 new. I have 10 minutes that I did on the last tour that I cut from the special cause I'm kind of re playing with it. I didn't need it. So that stuff will be in this hour. Uh, and then. Yeah, and then it's like 47. I did 47 this weekend, I think. I think I did 53 one night. One night might have been 40. Uh, so, but then I'll just keep, you know, it's like I'll do it. The special comes out January 31st, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Uh, and then after that, uh, you know, I'll be, I mean, there's a chance I could do some greatest hits at the end or something, but it's like basically it will all be new. I think we're pretty, we're pretty close. So just let people 
It's a pretty crazy turnaround, by the way. Huh? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, so really, you look at the special as when you think about the new material, especially because you go into these cities. I know I know a lot of people travel, though. Like, people come to multiple shows, and that stuff is – I'm. Uh, that's beyond grateful that you do all that stuff. Uh, but just so you know where we're at, I don't know. You know, if someone's like, think about coming here to here, you know, and you just saw me, it's like, uh, you know, just so you, you can you can know where mm -hmm. we're at. I, I just like saying it. I call know? 47 minutes a full headlining set. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do when I headline. Yeah. yeah. 45 to 50. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the requirement of a comedy club, right? Forty-five minutes. So yeah. anytime a headliner does more than that, then they're doing more. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always do an hour, you know. But but yeah, it's like uh, sometimes I've had <laughs> <shoes. laughs> no big deal. But yeah. uh, well, I do. Well, my reason that I like to do an hour is because if I don't do an hour, then there's uh, the the other comics do forty-five minutes, right? So it's already become somebody else's show by the time I get on the stage. Yeah. So I like to hit it early. Yeah. You know that's why, and I, I'm not trying to like go a long time. But yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not rubbing our face. I yeah, mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm I just, did it. I, I did 80 <laughs> minutes one night. 80 but minutes. it was, it was like 47, and then I did 30. That was just on the that still that will be on the next the next special. Just nothing that town has seen. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sometimes I'll do 70. You know, I did oh. 38. <laughs> and the last 10 minutes was taking questions from the audience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and five of that was you asking them questions. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, uh, this guy met a couple of sports legends this weekend. Yeah, I was checking them off my bucket list, man. I hung out with Greg Gumble on Friday. Oh, wow. He's a big right. fan of Kathleen Madigan, who I was opening for. So yeah. he came and we went out, hung out. He had some crazy stories about hanging out with athletes and stuff. And then Bob Lee came out the next night, one of the original anchors mm. of Sports Center. Wow. Right. Oh, I think yeah. one of the original 19 employees mm -hmm. I think, wow. of ESPN. And he was there. And both those guys, their voices are so are so good. Yeah. I could like hear them talking when they're coming around the hallway. I was like, that's a broadcaster. I yeah. don't even know who it is. They're both super cool, super nice. They're both big comedy fans. Oh wow. So it was really cool to hang out with them. Yeah. You posted a picture of Greg Gumbel, and I looked up his age. He's like 76. Yeah. And you look older than he does. I do look older than him <laughs> in the picture. Yeah. And I, and he's lost a bunch of weight. I'm I'm bigger than him. Yeah. And I look older than him. <laughs> he's in his 70s. Who's the old guy? He looks Greg unreal. Yeah. yeah. 76. Something like that. He was in his yeah. 70s. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's crazy to people. Yeah. There, there's me and Greg Gumble right here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. He does look really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're wearing the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. I am. Yeah. It's an unfortunate staffer behind him. Oh, yeah. It looks like I'm giving him yeah, a poor person cleaning it up in the background. It's a good comedy uniform, though. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about what I'm wearing? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. Someone at a club asked me what I was going to be wearing tomorrow, and I was like, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I'll be wearing all weekend, <laughs> unless I get it dirty. You don't bring... Uh, what do you bring, like one backup shirt? And yeah, I'll bring one? a backup. But yeah, I just do the, you know, a black shirt, black jeans every time. I don't want to. What's the backup shirt? Black shirt, black jeans? A black, black jeans. shirt, yeah, yeah. A different kind. A less good shirt. Yeah. <laughs> one that I don't like as much. Yeah. My one that I like has been washed a lot of times. Yeah. It is worn out. I, uh, 
Yeah, I, I think I, cha- I change every show. Sometimes I could. I always did it even at clubs. And I also did an hour, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, – I would always change. I don't know why. I just, you know, sometimes I don't want to. I mean, I can wear stuff the same. Sometimes. I, I wish I had, like, just – it's, like, the same outfit, every, you know. I, I like changing it. Yeah, I mean, I am all about not having to be like, oh, what am I going to wear? I I, 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 I want to be that. Yeah. I like that. And if I could find the thing to do. But I, I always say I want to do that, and then I do like – I like changing it up. So, you know, all right. <laughs> all right. Were you anywhere this weekend? Yeah, well, this weekend, no. But since we were here, I did Chicago. Oh, yeah. Uh, did Chicago Zanies, six shows, sold out. Uh, all six? Great, wow. all six, yeah. Wow. Added, added shows. Added a show, and it was great. We did a 4 p.m. show on Saturday. That's awesome. awesome. Had a great time. Very cold. Yeah. So I didn't do anything in yeah. Chicago, but the shows were awesome. That's awesome. Man. Club was great. They're so nice. Yeah. You know, I go to these big cities. Sometimes I get intimidated by the big city, and then they were just so nice. They made me feel good. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Great people. Yeah, it's a good weekend. I didn't get robbed, you know. Yeah, that was uh, Chicago Zanies was one of the first big weekends, uh, if not the first big weekend I sold out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a good. It's a. It's a because it, it's a very good comedy town, and it's one that I think I think it's a lot of people's like it's kind of like all right sell Chicago, and then you know. All right. So well. it's going from there. So don't let everybody down. Well, I hope so. I mean, let's go. (laughs) Don't make it stop. Yeah, you know, (laughs) nigga. Some reason it just stopped after that. Does you know? Started doing less time. Yeah, you bought new clothes, and then it was just it's all downhill. If you dress like Elvis, I wouldn't be surprised too, though. Like if I went like. You know, if I made a lot of money and then suddenly was like dressing like Elvis. Mm-hmm. Well, the weekend we worked together, you were trying a rhinestone shirt phase. Yeah, well, it was it was a you know like one of those Western kind of shirts. Yeah, I yeah. got a couple of those. I love to buy those, but yeah. I never feel like I can pull them off. And I wore it in Huntsville, and I was so uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I haven't worn it since. I changed this weekend uh, within four minutes of going on stage. Wow. I had something on, and I just was like, I felt a little tight. And then Eric, I was like, you got to run to the bus and go get another shirt. I go, I can't do this. And then he ran to the bus. And I oh, I thought you meant within four minutes going on Like, you just been on stage four minutes. That's oh, what I yeah. thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I no, thought no, you no. changed on stage. This guy yeah. is so comfortable. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not that comfortable. But, no, it was like I was about to go on stage. Yeah. And then I, and I just switched it and then. There is something. Some nights you're just like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you try something new and you're like, this doesn't feel good. And now mm-hmm. I'm going to be out on stage, you know, for an hour. For and, an hour. And, uh, <laughs> if I was doing Brian's time, yeah, you can wing it. Yeah. yeah just like, give it a shot. Yeah. Like, why does it matter? Go, I'm not going to be up there that long. <laughs> right. But, you know, when you're out there an hour or more sometimes, you know, yeah. you want, you know, to be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's first talk about air travel comments. Uh, comments come from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcast Reviews, and Nate Land at NateBargetsy.com. Beth J., the airline baggage discussion reminded me of the time my husband's uncle visited for Christmas. He stayed for a few days, and when loading the car to leave, he suddenly ran back in the house for one more bag. He said, don't, forget, don't want to forget this one. I have to return it to the baggage claim. He had apparently grabbed someone else's bag when he arrived, told no one. <laughs> 
kept it with him his entire stay <laughs> and planned to return it on his way out of town. Wow. wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I would like to be that guy. Don't want to forget this Just one. that you're that comfortable. <laughs> just, you're like, I'll just do it when I get back. And you don't, you don't think about it. <laughs> Somebody on the other end's been freaking out the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Yelling at the airline. Yeah. I know, but it, it's it to be able to not th- think about all the consequences. Yeah, with that, I mean, I I don't know if I could, I couldn't have done it. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, this guy's living his life, man. Yeah, like it's you know, it's accidentally. I'm sure he's, I bet he's a nice guy. I bet he just like he just was like, no, nah, that'd be all right. And you know what? If I I'd almost tell you if that guy, if this guy was the opposite. I think would be like, yeah, yeah, just give it back when it. I think I would, yeah, I could be okay more with my bag. Be like, all right, yeah, I'll just get it when I, you know. Well, well, my question for this uncle though is like, all right, let's say you checked one bag, and now you're leaving with two, mm-hmm. and you don't think, oh, I only brought one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't. Maybe I didn't need to leave with two. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. You, you you remember it on the way out of the house, but leaving the airport, you didn't think, oh, you know what? I didn't pack two bags. That is true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. so what did, yeah, I wonder, Yeah. maybe just, he had two bags and one was just, one was like the main clothes and the other one was like not that important stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. it was gifts or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, visit for Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, so yeah. maybe it was like he had Christmas presents in it. Yeah. But then... So that means someone else got someone his. got a Christmas present, and then this uncle is fine being like, "Yeah, I'll send you stuff whenever." <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe open the bag, see what's in yeah. there. <laughs> Our uncle could be like, "I bought y'all gifts, but I left, I forgot them." Yeah, and they were, and he's an uncle there, but goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, you don't give that good of gifts anyway. Yeah, so. Sam Gilliams, Gilliams, I shared Dusty's dislike for the Southwest boarding process. It brings out the worst in humanity. I was on south on a Southwest plane where every passenger had to hand over a paper ticket with their boarding group on it. Had to hand over a paper ticket with a boarding group on it. And I thought, what happens if we all have to get back off? Well, that's exactly what happened. And when we reboarded in groups by the honor system, there was none. It was a fight for survival. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, why would you have to hand the ticket? I don't know. I feel like I remember a time them doing that. Maybe the mobile scanner wasn't... Well, the way I read this is maybe the mobile scanner was down or something, so they had to print out. But wouldn't you still have your mobile pass where you could yeah, do that? Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm actually in group one. That's you don't true. know when this was. Yeah, maybe it was before uh, they could even do that. I, I, I feel like I do remember a time of giving... They would take your ticket. Oh, yeah. They still do that. You can yeah. still choose to do that. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think I remember a time getting on... You'd get on and you'd hand them the ticket and they'd go. Yeah, I've never seen that. I would say this is an anomaly. If this happened recently, this is an anomaly, Sam, and I wouldn't judge Southwest for uh, for this flight. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like give him another chance. Spokesperson. I mean, Southwest. I agree with Aaron on a lot, but I don't like the Southwest boarding process. I like Southwest, but I don't I like, like the Southwest. boarding process. I don't like the boarding process either. But I guess I'm just used to it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I clocked it. This is what infuriates me, and this is—I don't think this is a Southwest problem. But I was about halfway down the plane, and as soon as the plane this weekend, as soon as it parked, you know, and then they said, everyone, you can start leaving the plane, it took 12 minutes for me to, for it to get to my aisle. It takes that long for people to get off the plane. 
Oh, yeah. What are we doing? People get oh. so slow about grabbing the bag out of the overhead. It's yeah. like, just get I'm just it. watching people, and it's like they're not even ready to go when it gets to their their row. Mm-hmm. I clocked it on my watch, 12 minutes. What row were you in? I'm about, I'm about halfway, halfway down the plane. Yeah. Who's the, and you know, who's the psycho? The guy clocking it or the other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's tough to tell. Which yeah. came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. <laughs> It's a lot of psychos. That's a, a good of, point. Yeah, I like to give kind of like, let's go. Who stands like up? Kind of You'll do that? Yeah, a little bit where I'm like, you know, people don't know I'm doing it. Yeah. But, you know, you, let's go. Uh, look, look alive. Yeah. I think yeah, people know you do it. <laughs> and then say, like, let's go, folks. It's during you going, let's go. And then Aaron, once the door opens, he goes, stands up, goes, <laughs> starts his watch. And everybody's like, golly, we got, let's go. You got both of y'all coming from two sides. You're like, oh, no. He's time's timing a, you. Time's a ticket, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Were you doing something? Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, commercial pilot here. The reason why we ask y'all to turn your phone to airplane mode is if something were to happen on taxi or takeoff, we have a better chance of getting your attention than if you were on your phone. All right. All right. Do that they tell sense. you that? No. Then why but not just fun. tell us that? I would be because I mean, what are we? Because I I would imagine it's like what well, I'm having a forty minute conversation with you about just just turn your phone off and pay attention for two seconds. Like I feel like it's it's that honestly. So does that mean? Not what's, saying it mean. I'm saying honestly, you would go. I I'm, let's have the if we're having the conversation. <clears throat> you're in Southwest. You go. Well, let's just tell them all that. It's like telling it when you tell a joke and you like over explain it and then you're like I mm-hmm. can just. You don't really need to hear the whole thing. Like, the point is, like, just turn your phone. But off. if if the concern is compliance, then I feel like you'd have a better luck just being honest with people. I'd be much more willing to go. Oh yeah, I'll just turn my phone off. You know, I'll just pay I attention. Don't, I don't think people will because they're going. I'll pay attention. Mm-hmm. They go. I, I pay attention. I, I don't need you. Yeah. You don't need to hey, tell I me. I think what. most of them would. I you know don't know. I, mean? I don't think I. Uh, I don't you know. Buy, if I would. You you like you buy this. They tell you not to text and drive, and you, you're you watching a movie. So, no, I don't think you're going to turn your phone. I think you're going to go, I'm not one of them. I'll, I, something I happens. definitely I'll. would go, oh, no, I know. I've flown yeah. enough. I got what you're about it's to say. It's better for it to be fear of the plane crashing than this. Than I mean, going. no one pays attention to the emergency announcements they make. Oh, they're on the phone. Yeah. I mean, people talk, they go, Hello? We're f- taking off. Like it's like we run <laughs> yeah. the phone like that. Well, I, I guess I just don't like. I just just yeah. just be honest with us about what's happening. Here. Yeah, but I mean, you're just you know what are we doing? It's On a like flight? I think it's we can't have a. You don't want to. Then you'd be annoyed that they're going to read all this. Could everybody turn your phone off in case there's a fire <laughs> before we even get off the ground? You animals. I can't get your attention. <laughs> the wings on fire, and someone's like on their phone. Hello. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, they send the wings on fire. I mean, people are, you get on a phone and mm-hmm. it's another planet. Yeah. One flight told, they told us that 5G was interfering with communications with ground control mm-hmm. on the plane. They said that one time. <laughs> mm. Over the overhead. And I was like, well, I know it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's doing more than that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that mean once you're in the air, though, you can take it out of airplane mode? It's not going to work. It doesn't work up there. Your phone doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, but it's. Uh, Satellites can't yeah. get to it up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's supposed to be coming from, from satellites. but Cell towers, right? Yeah. They're on the ground. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think it's nothing. It doesn't come from satellites, right? I don't know. I don't yeah. know where it comes from. To yeah. be honest with Is it you. cell towers? I think so. But yeah. That comes from the satellites. Yeah, yeah. But I bet the cell towers are the cell towers are the middleman, mm-hmm. and we yeah. just can't get straight to the source of the satellite. Yeah. Even though we're up there and we're like we're here, can we talk to the satellite? You would think it would be the best signal possible. Because oh. you're so close. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is they threw up a 5G tower right across from Zanies, and then three days later, somebody crashed a truck into your mm. face. Is that when it happened? I don't know if the timeline's right, but that's what I'll tell myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember they threw it up in front of that Dollar General, yeah. and then the Dollar General goes out of business, mm. and, a, and a truck comes through your face. And then that other wow. business went out of business. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just that whole intersection's been down yeah. the drain Five since then. Been just Zanies has been thriving. Zanies been doing well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they put up the tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesse Rothacker, we've had Rothacker before. Mm-hmm. Our reptile rescue occasionally needs to ship live reptiles across the country, which I hate doing because the airlines are so bad at doing it. The last time we needed to pick up reptiles at the airport, we had live venomous gila monsters shipped to us. I think Calif- it's, uh, we just said this on the Arizona, I think it's Gila. Gila monsters. Yeah. The last time we needed to pick up reptiles at the airport, we had live venomous Gila monsters shipped to us from California to our nearest airport in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That was a lot of commas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that sentence has one, two, three, four, five, five commas. Yeah, that's a lot. Is that what, can you do that? He did it. Seems excessive. I don't yeah. think there's a cap on the amount of commas he can have, but it does get to a point where, all a, right, let's start a new sentence. Come on, yeah, Jesse. That's like when I was a kid and. I drove around my hat backwards, and I got pulled over. My dad goes, well, your hat was backwards. I mean, there's a point with commas you go, okay. There's a bit, a bit too many commas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about we get out of this sentence and let's start anew? Yep. Uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. The shipper correctly labeled the box as venomous Hilla monsters, and the airlines relabeled it simply as snakes. Here it is. That's crazy. I think probably maybe they just was like, People aren't going to open it if it says snakes. Yeah. But yeah. if it says venomous monsters, people they, are gonna probably, let's take a look. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see, <laughs> see what's, what's going on yeah. in here. <laughs> you know what? To be honest, there's a chance that, <laughs> yeah. that you go, what's a Gila monster? Yeah, yeah. it does say it up at the top where he wrote, ven- or somebody wrote venomous. Venomous there. Gila, two Gila monsters. But then I guess the airline has to add this additional tag onto it. That says live animals, and then they wrote snakes at yeah. the bottom of it. Probably didn't have a lot of room, and they were like, I don't know what a gila monster yeah. is. And I, I don't, I'm not down with, don't use a G if you want it to be an H sound. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, we, we got the letters for a reason. Yeah. It's really not a, we, use, the, use an H. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jesse did name it, so. <laughs> uh, what is a gila monster? It's like one of those big lizards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think they're prevalent yeah. in Arizona. Apparently, mm, prevalent. Yeah, they look like, uh, here they are. They're just orange and black kind of monsters. So it's going to be a wild ride probably <laughs> opening those boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know what you're about to get in. You know, that guy took home the wrong bag for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't forget uh, this. Got some Gila monsters I got to take back. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Spaulding. Ooh. Mm, Spalding family. They make volleyballs. S P A U L D I N G. Is that not is that how they spell it? 
I think, think that is how you spell spoil. I don't think w. they use a U. Yeah, I don't think there's a U. Oh, yeah, they use... Well, maybe he's trying well, maybe to maybe they're British. Maybe he's trying to be humble. Yeah. Barry does sound like the first name of a Spalding heir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barry sounds like the one that's like, oh, God. You know, Barry, <laughs> like, Barry, they've had to keep an eye out on. Yeah. He's, he's been a liability for yeah, the family. I mean, <laughs> he's, you know, he still lives at home. He's in the guest house, guest house. Right. It's, you know. Went to Yale, but got kicked out yeah, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, until recently, I was a test engineer for a U.S. jet engine manufacturer. No one's buying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should fire pheasants. We would. Uh, we would. <laughs> we should. We should. We should. Fire yeah. We should fire. Take what they should do. These pheasants aren't doing I anything. I almost read it as we should fire peasants. <laughs> and you're yeah, like. You're like he goes, golly, how many peasants you got working here? He is part of the spawn. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, we would fire pheasants into the engines to pass FAA regulations. The pheasants were raised to a specific size on a local farm and hu- humanely, <laughs> humanely, humanely, humanely put down before being frozen and delivered to us. We would thaw them out over 24 hours, load them into compressed air canyon- cannons, and shoot them at the engine as it was... Spinning at takeoff speeds. Video available. No, I'm joking. There's no video. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. God, Can you imagine that. if they... <laughs> I like that they say humanely put down as a other way of saying we killed them. Yeah. Well, well yeah. We're, but then he goes on to describe we're just humiliating the bodies yeah, of these yeah, poor animals. Yeah. So it's good to know they were put down. You know. Yeah, they're just launching them into... I'd like to know how it affects if it's a live one, though. You know what I mean? Maybe a live one do a little bit more damage. You can get through a little farther. Yeah. He goes, it, 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 it. <laughs> yeah. Dodges. Yeah. Exactly. Dodges the first some... couple blades. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 so like, close. <laughs> yeah. It's like a video game where you almost made it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. They're raised just specifically for that. Mm. That's one that's I wonder for like PETA, like, you know, it's kind of an iffy. You're like, we need to do it. It's important. Mm-hmm. Saving lives. Yeah, we are saving lives. Yeah, yeah. But comes at a cost. Comes at a cost. And you give the animals a good life. You hope so. We went to the zoo, Chattanooga, or the Chattanooga Aquarium. Uh, awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Love that. Yeah, aquarium. they were very nice. My daughter and my niece and nephew. Uh, we took them and. Uh, they 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 showed us around. It was cool. We uh, I pet a penguin. Oh, nice. Yeah, very furry. Like they kind are. of they're very soft. They are. You. Th- I think I thought it was going to be more of a seal type body mm. or something. I would think. And that it was too. super super soft. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like if someone's like, I got a penguin jacket to sell you. I mean, <laughs> I'm not for it, but I I try it on. I'd slip it on. Uh, but it's. It, they're uh, seeing all the, you know, like they're, they're they live to like thirty one, or they they live older in these, you know, kind of things, and they face the wall. If you ever see, I've seen it before. Like if you go to the, just look at the penguins, they're like they they'll be facing the wall and not the glass. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do they? Because they're all facing the wall. And they said because it gets there's too many people and they're very visual, so they just see the everybody waving and stuff, and it becomes like too much. So they oh, all yeah. just face the wall, so it's more kind of just calm. Who mm. waves at a penguin? Uh, many people. I would. Yeah. Well, what do you expect it to do back? 
Well, I don't know. A lot of people are children. And they're not just born full adults. <laughs> Golly. I don't know if you've ever been around a child. Hey, yeah. Penguin. I mean, what yeah. are you doing? What do you expect it to do? Yeah, I don't think. Oh, I mean, it's a kid that's just, you wave yeah, at the kid. kid's got to learn someday. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that anywhere by the guy walking alone wearing an accent pullover. <laughs> what are you waving at, dumb kids? Timing them. The guy looks like he kid waved for twelve minutes. Like, he's got boots on. It looks like he just got out of the penguin cage. And you're like, "Do you work here?" And he goes, "No." And you're like, "Well, your boots look like they do." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I asked. Bates would probably wear wave. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> he seen me wave. We he wave yeah. like Forrest Gump. Hand oh, on the oh yeah. <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'm going go. to talk to this penguin. Yeah. Don't let yeah. Bates go read every sign in that place. Did yep. you go up into the room where you kind of overlook yeah. the whole penguin yeah. exhibit? Oh yeah, they said they brought you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, people yeah. are awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I've been in Chattanooga three different times the last three months. No one, it's not once reached out to me. Mm. That's tough. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love they to just, go. I think if they got an escalator that's long, then no one wants to be a part of that. It's a liability. Yeah, just you getting you on. Sign some like, extra papers. Yeah, they're gonna. I they they're gonna they're gonna be like we'll meet you at the time. They got that escalator that's like the longest escalator. Yeah, ever. it's huge. And so I mean, you just on that. <laughs> love Oof. to see it sometime, huh? Mm. I want to go now more than ever. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. <laughs> what these moving stairs? <laughs> Uh, Madison Hill. My buddy Kyle flew home and stood at the carousel waiting for his luggage. Eventually, he was the only one left. An employee of the airline walked up and said, Are you Kyle Gray? He proceeded to take Kyle to a room where the remains of his luggage were on the table. The guy said, Your luggage must have fallen off the commuter vehicle when we were driving it to the carousel. A plane then ran over it <laughs> while they were taxiing into their gate. Your bag combusted and caught on fire. This is all that remains. <laughs> I mean, that's, are you Kyle Gray? Yeah. Come with me. Yeah. Your luggage must have fallen off the commuter vehicle. This reminds me of, is it Seinfeld or a movie? Uh, God, I'm picturing something. He goes, he goes uh, yeah, something happened. Never. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? He goes... Feels yeah, like a Ben know. Stiller movie or something. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it feels like an airplanes and oh, meet the parents. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles, or something like. Or it's like that, and they pull out luggage and they oh, it's pure luck. Pure luck. What's that? Oh, we just watched it. Pure luck's awesome. I'm sure, it's uh, a nineties Martin movie? Short. Yeah, Martin Short, Danny Glover, mm. and uh, it's the best, dude. If you haven't watched Pure Luck, I've not seen it. I'd love to see oh, it. Oh, it's the most fun. It's the most fun. Yeah, that's it. And he, they, in his luggage, he gets, it gets like jammed in a thing. And they, now Madison said, no one's ever seen this movie. Never no. heard of this movie. Oh, man. I'd love to see it, though. I just watched it again. It was my favorite movie growing up as a kid. I mean, I, it was so good. I went to school with Martin Short's son. I don't know if I'd said that before, but <laughs> what? Yeah. When? At in, Notre Dame? Yeah, in college, yeah. Yeah, you have Taylor Swift and Martin Short. <laughs> well, I've never met Martin Short, but you some of my said. friends went to his wedding, and all those guys were there. It was pretty crazy. You're like friends. You ever talked to him still? I haven't talked to him in a few years. Yeah, Henry's his name. 
Yeah, Henry Short. Yeah. Mm. Hank. Hank Short. Yeah. Wow. He's like, Hank for short. Yeah. <laughs> Last name short, but Hank, yeah. Hank for short. <laughs> yeah. I remember this movie. I think it's actually an 80s movie. Um, yeah, Martin Short was, is the funniest person ever. Yeah. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Wow. Madison said, I couldn't put fit all in here, but they made him fill out some paper work to get paid for what they did. And he was just a college student coming home from camp. So he just wrote down, it was just a bunch of shirts. He wrote down $100. They gave him $100. That's it? Yeah. Kyle's got to get yeah. with it. Yeah, he's got to get with it. Yeah. 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 Even the airline should be like, I'm going to give you 500 I mean, the yeah. bag had to be, yeah. I mean, at least 50 I mean, bags are not cheap. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's just some shirts. No big deal. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. I, mean, I like those shirts. Yeah. That's Look why I brought them. It's got sentimental yeah, value to me. Uh, Josiah Bork. Josiah? Mm-hmm. Hos- probably just Burke. Burke. Oh, you're going the last name, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's B-O-R-U-K-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Burke's spelled sometimes. Bork. Sometimes where? Notre Dame? Uh, my janitor growing up, his last name was Burke. That's how it was spelled. You had a janitor at your house, Sean? <laughs> <No, no. laughs> the Weber family? I did weird that word. The janitor yeah. at my wow. elementary school. My, my janitor. janitor. My janitor. <laughs> yeah. The more pieces of it. Right after we find out. <laughs> yeah. He's best friends with Martin Short. And he goes, well, my janitor. That and Greg Gumbel. At her house, Greg Gumbel. Yeah. I did yeah. not mean to say that. I'm sorry. My janitor at my house. Comes, yeah, Bork. We talked to him. <laughs> The Tom Hanks conversation starts because Nate doesn't like the Elvis movie. Then you guys struggle to think of a bad guy role for Tom Hanks. He is the bad guy in the Elvis movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's very funny. Dusty, you want to tell us about some Athletic Greens? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, Gosh, God. I love talking about it. I can't it. wait. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I think all of us are trying to take our AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted increased energy and immune system support, especially during the cold and flu season. I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day, and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body. I mean, it's much better to mix the one scoop of powder into water once a day than to take a bunch of different things. It's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute and costs less than $3 a day. I also get the single-serving travel packs, so I never have to miss a day when I'm on the road. Every scoop has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients of the highest quality quality that have major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier-looking skin, hair, and nails. Mm. Look at this hair. <laughs> That's not my hair, but uh, this, is, this is it. Look at this. Dang. <laughs> AG1 has been part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Nate. That's athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, Jonathan Bailey. I think you skipped one. Connor Whitfield. (laughs) Art comments. Bric-a-brac mentioned he had seen the David statue outside in Florence. 
While this was the original location of the statue, the one currently in that spot is a replica. The original statue is in a museum nearby. <sighs> wow, this guy's trying to ruin your uh, mm-hmm. memories. Now, a few people pointed this out, and I do remember that now, that there was... I couldn't remember which one was the real one, which one was the fake, which makes sense. They're not going to put the real one out, the elements, I guess. I saw both. But, but was it still carved out of stone? But you only showed the picture of the... Well, he just pulled up that, oh. and I didn't argue, because I forgot that there was more than one. Yeah, yeah. Seems like if they still were able to carve it, then it might as well just be the real one. Does it make it less good when they're like, then we got, you know... Jake over here to make the exact same one that we put outside. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If yeah. you can make it again, then why are we calling that a replica? Yeah. Well, I might have made it different. Can I ask you if you if you'd have gone home and then found out that you only looked at the replica, would that have cheapened the experience for you? Would that have ruined the memory? You still felt the same way. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm sure there's been a ton of stuff in my life that I didn't know that they're just being nice and telling yeah. me it's something. Well, yeah. I've been told that you actually saw the fake Sistine Chapel too. I was told that they have made a second one for tourists. <laughs> you saw the Eiffel Tower in Paris, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah that's why great. you heard so many gollies. They go, they hear golly, they go, hey, you want a special tour? They send you down a fake one. Well, I posted photos on Instagram of me with that, what's not the real statue of David, and then it's the Sistine Chapel, and someone said, that's not even the Sistine Chapel you're in. That's the Vatican Museum, which the Sistine Chapel is part of the Vatican Museum, but... Uh, Mm-hmm. So People I was love to know something, don't they? Yeah, oh they love God. to tell you. They love when it comes around to something they know just a little bit about. But I did see both. I just I'm really bad at posting photos of them. There you are. That's oh, a yeah. and this was cameras were just invented. <laughs> well, someone else said that. That's <laughs> yeah. This is before camera phone. Yeah, winding. There up. you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny to see your hair is. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah. Your hair is not far from where it's at now. You really, yeah, it's a, it's you a, held ground. I did it. Yeah, it was a strong. You know, I'm proud of the guys. I mean, doctor said I had five, six years tops. And yeah, now yeah. we're we're hanging in there. His fourth and goal, and you're and you're like, I don't know if we're going to score. <laughs> That's the hair. The hair is like trying, but you're doing good. Thanks. Uh, keeps keeps. Here it is. Uh, Jonathan Bailey, mm. last week's Banksy discussion. Oh, last week's Banksy discussion reminded me of this crazy story from 2018, when he donated one of his paintings to an auction with a hidden shredder built in the frame. After the painting sold for 1.4 million dollars, the frame started to shred this poor guy's new painting until it jammed about halfway through. Funny thing is, it actually ended up significantly raising the value of the painting almost intently after it was pur- purchased. Don't think that's what Banksy had in mind. Hmm. I don't n- know who Banksy is, but that's pretty rude. Yeah, that's the art of it. I mean, but if you're in that art game, I think you're. That's part of it. Do you know? Remember us talking about Banksy last week? I guess not. He was yeah. the street artist, and no one knows who he oh, is. Oh yes, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and this he- is. Uh- Keir Smith, who does the drawings of every episode, he made you Banksy in this illustration. Okay, okay, good. Now you're yeah. doing a secret drawing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't do people like that, but yeah, that's a good draw. That is a good drawing, though. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And there's video out there of that auction, Sotheby's, and as soon as the guy hit sold, you just see the painting just start getting 
shredded, <laughs> and everybody's like, "What is going on?" Um, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, Dang. yeah. It's got to be. You'd have the yeah. I mean, I guess it's still halfway there. I think they stopped it when it was like halfway. Either he said jammed. Um, yeah, like halfway yeah. shredded. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, all right, uh, Sarah Brewer. You guys missed the opportunity to talk about the amateur sketch of the Leprechaun in Alabama that looks eerily similar to a Jason Mraz album cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does just look like a guy in yeah. a fedora. This was a story in Mobile from like 15 years ago where people were claiming they were seeing a leprechaun in a tree down there, and someone sketched what he looked like. They put I'm that going on the there news. soon. I hope to find him. <laughs> you going to go looking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Hiding up in the tree. Make sure you take that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, yeah, you got to know what he looks like. Tom Jobson, the Lucille Ball statue is pretty creepy. Uh, yep, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about statues that did not go well, and yeah. that one did not. They she, redid that one. She holding a flask? It looks like. It's the her doing that oh. when she's drinking the, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that famous. Cough yeah. medicine? When yeah, she it's like yeah. cough medicine. Oh, okay. And it's got oh, alcohol Oh, she's got a spoon in, in her hand now, I see. Yeah. Okay. It's got alcohol in it. I remember that. That's a Very one. fun episode. Yeah. Well, faces yeah. are tough. Faces are tough to do. <laughs> well, bronze. I mean, you see them do David, and you're like, and just to go like, we went another way, and you're like, you should probably do more of the David thing. (laughs) Like, that's like, you know, it's like, go that route. Yeah, like making it good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's easier to make it with whatever. Out of marble. Out of marble. I support them putting clothes on people now, but but yeah, yeah, besides that. (laughs) It's like, if you can't do it, just say you can't do it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Don't don't take on the contract. Yeah. Just go, well, I mean, everything else is pretty good. It's just. Yeah, you, you made a good human body. Yeah. We're looking for a specific actress here. Yeah, the head's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Connor Van Steenberg. It's technically true that we can't go to the moon right now, but NASA just wrapped up its first Artemis mission. They sent an unmanned rocket around the moon and back. Within the next three to five years, we should land a man and the first woman on the moon. Technically true. Well, either it's true or it's not true. I mean, either we can do it or we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people called me out on that. But, I mean, I'm just saying right now, if we want to go to the moon, we couldn't. They say they lost the plans. Well, I, I don't know about that. But we're planning to go back. This Artemis mission, we are planning to go back soon. But we're working on it. We're not, we didn't go the first time we tried it to see if it worked. We mm-hmm. went around the moon and came back. Right, Dusty? Yeah, I mean, but I'm like, we've been there though now, you know, mm-hmm. right? So let's do, let's just do it again. So they think next few years we'll be back. What are we gonna do? What's the plan? Get that flag back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually, I think look at living there. Okay. The flag is white now. Is it? Yeah. Surrender. Gave up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The radiation of space. Took all the colors. Yeah, out of it. if we live there, we go live. Are you gonna like live inside of the moon? I think they would build some type of capsules that we would live in. Why not just build the capsules here? Ooh. Well, if like we will build them here, I guess, and take them up there and then assemble them. No, I mean like like IKEA. What are we like trying to escape something? Well, maybe a asteroid or 
I don't think the long-term plan is to ever live on the moon. The long-term plan is to live on Mars. And that could be a jumping off point. Or the moon could just be like hotels, Let's just like get Airbnb. To the, yes. Let's but, get to the moon, relax, call it a night. have some fun. Yeah. yeah. You know. Kind of regroup. Yeah. Just... Yeah, the moon is a hotel on the on side of an interstate. We're yeah. just there; it's decent. Last mm-hmm. cross section, yeah, just right up there. <laughs> Last on the cross moon. section, <laughs> and then we're head on over to Mars. Yeah, yeah, because Mars we could live on, or they think that's what they. Yeah, we have a we can actually create an atmosphere on Mars and have breathable air there. Terraforming, that's what they call it. And that's what we created. Like we just vacuum all the bad stuff away. <laughs> They would have to do some spraying, some chemicals, and yeah, yeah. it won't be easy. That's for sure. Yeah, so we go get global warming <laughs> up there. We just take it up there, <laughs> kind of, yeah, essentially. Yeah, bring all the aerosol sprays and gasoline vehicles. Yeah, yeah, we really messed up Earth. Let's mess up Mars. Right. Yeah. Let's get up there, and and then we'll mess that up and find another one. Keep going. Neptune. Out to, yeah, Neptune. It's always one. Venus. It's never one just right next to it. It's always yeah. like, well, we can't do that one. I think it would have to be one of <laughs> one of Jupiter's moons. I think would be the plan. potentially inhabitable. Yeah, yeah. I think that Saturn be should be play. the place. Let's pick a place with some rings. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Earth has a ring, <laughs> does it? Yeah, mm. oh, it, 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 they don't really show that off a lot, though. I think all the planets have a ring of some kind. They're just the Saturn one is like crazy. Why can't we see our ring? Well, it's just not as defined as the... Do our satellites get caught up in the ring? No, I think we've avoided that problem. Okay, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. You never hear about the ring. This is the first I've heard of Earth having a ring. Well, now, I could be completely wrong about this. Put a ring on it. But somebody told me this once uh, <laughs> a long time ago. That there's Obviously, it's not, but there is something resembling a ring of... Does it doesn't here. look like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a quick Google search does not yeah. seem to show that. Well, let me find. Let me go. Let me look this up. Y'all I know move. Notre Dame's smarter than Google. <laughs> yeah. I didn't learn this. I learned this at a bar. Why don't probably. you call Hank Short? <laughs> see yeah, what he's he, up to. Yeah, what's that guy up to? Is he say listen, Hank? You remember? Oh, uh, here it is. Although Earth doesn't have a ring system today, it may have had one in the past. Uh, that's a very that's what what are you it's all scientists. Well, uh, all yeah. the gas giants <laughs> have rings. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Uranus. Yeah. Is that how they say it? That's how I say it. I to, like how you did that. To though. avoid the Uranus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start doing it like that. Uranus? Uranus. So the rings around Saturn, it's just gas and different No, things. it's rocks and solid stuff. But those planets are gas giant planets. You couldn't couldn't land on those. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all just gas. You just go through it. Well, yeah. Maybe you'd burn up and die. It's like toxic gas. What about Maybe the it makes a circle? It just works out. What do you mean? Just the gases make a big circle. Just kind of worked out. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the gr- gravity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's got its own gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not around it doesn't have gravity. Just real close. Yeah. So gravity is just in these spots. Not where there's mass. To- huh? Where there's mass. Yeah. But doesn't pull the ring in. Right. No, that the ring the ring is things that have been kept in orbit around the planet. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually they just form and like converge into each other. Yeah. So the gravity is like a drain. 
and it just ends up bringing stuff <laughs> Almost, to it. Yeah, yeah. And then it just and then it just over then it's just worked out that it's like, well, that's just where all the stuff kind of collects. Yeah. So it's like a garbage planet. It could, yeah, it could be that. I mean, we yeah. could have that on Earth. We put enough pollution on, on trash out in space. It could form a ring of just garbage around, like the in Earth. the ocean, like we talked about. Yeah, I don't why don't why we throw we our got... trash to Saturn? I've always or said they that. Throw it to, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Start shipping the trash off. Yeah, we got haul it to outer space. Yeah, and send it to one of these garbage planets that nothing. <laughs> what does it matter? That's it's what just I'm like you just got everything's gonna burn up and then become a ring. <laughs> So you just start like launching it's not all a your bad people idea. magazines up no, there. No, it is. Just, yeah. It is a bad idea. If they can find a way to do it cost uh, yeah, efficiently. Yeah, sure, someday. Yeah. Yeah, the cost is we're making the cost up. So it's like. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just do it. I mean, it's not. we're not calling another planet to you ask know. for money for. But first we need to take our trash to the moon. Well, every time we Probably launch no, a but rocket, the, but, take a little trash. Yeah. Go, oh, hey, you're already up there. <laughs> yeah. It, you're already going. Yeah, where's all this stuff when they. they your argument the, for the ocean? They, what's that thing that falls off of it? Mm-hmm. Where does the, that go? The rocket goes into the ocean. They land in the ocean. Uh, the When they part ways, mm-hmm. it just falls back to Earth to the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah. Why don't they just take it up there and then let it go and then just be like, head on out to. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see you in another yeah. rotation. Do yeah. you think it's ethical to just launch space out into the, the abyss, or launch trash. trash into the abyss? Well, well, I mean, you got Saturn. That's yeah. not. So what's you have the to like target it? it and shoot it right into Saturn so it just burns <laughs> up. Yeah, I mean, there's no point to yeah, I you mean, know, just an empty vacuum up there, right? And yeah. If the aliens come and go, hey, you guys been the ones dumping all this trash <laughs> up here? Yeah. And then we'll yeah. go. Honestly, we didn't know you were out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, Elon Musk had a car up there, so yeah, we that's were, true. Yeah. But didn't it come back down, or is it still up? No, there? I think it stays up there forever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, while well, like it's you know yeah, just put the trash up there, yeah. man. Just float it up there. That's what I thought. I don't see what the problem is. I think they haven't found a way for to do it cost efficiently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it costs a, a lot of money to launch a rocket. Should build a tube from the Earth to the sky, <laughs> like a laundry chute. Like a laundry chute, and you yeah. go in it. Zoop. Like at the bank. Like at the bank. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Zoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just goes into space. And then you might find more gravity drains because it's like you just, <laughs> then the trash starts going to one part. Now you got a new planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hook that right to the hole in Maybe the Maybe to be closer to our planet. And then we just make it like, so the planets are all over here. Uh-huh. Go, let's go down that side. And then you see, and then right. it zoops up. Yeah, I, I like. Could a the black idea. hole be a planet? That's what a black like. It could be. It's just everything. Then they get jammed and clogged in the drain, and it won't go in the hole. And so, just well, what if it's a star? It's like when you had a hotel and the you, water kind of rises. You're just like a <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, it's like that's how Saturn. That's what, what Saturn. What if it gets is. trapped in the rings of Saturn and then makes Saturn habitable? We can finally land on it now. Like we live by. Oh, we land on the trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if it hits the rings and it shoots it back to us coming way too fast? Well, that's a little tougher. Yeah. Then we'll, <laughs> you know? we'll know not to do that. Yeah. We'll, yeah. 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 We'll learn it's real like the quick. ceiling fan when you throw something yeah. at it. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't expect yeah. it to go down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be tougher. Yeah. But you just come in from the top. You got to come in from the top. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Or the bottom. You really just can't hit a slither on the side. Yeah. yeah. So you just got to go. The odds of us hitting a slither is pretty low. 
It's that thin. It's just like six <laughs> yeah. inches. It's like a paper. Well, for the size of the planet, relatively. Yeah. yeah. It's. And what if it hits it and goes the other direction? Yeah. You know, builds up Pluto. Comes a planet again. <laughs> yeah. Pluto brain. spins it over there. Yeah. Pluto. Pluto's not gonna be. And what if there's what if there's aliens up there? They don't want to see our literature. Yeah. So we throw old magazines. Oh, what in if there. it is a people magazine well, and that. the aliens get it and they go, "Oh, we're learning about people." Yeah. <laughs> Sexiest man alive. Yeah. They don't know it's trash. It's probably clean by the time it gets there. I yeah. imagine space. Uh, yeah. Space we've talked about we've up. sent that space capsule out where we put records and mm-hmm. we put different things about mm-hmm. us on. So you're just saying throw some trash in there too. I mean, you've thrown all this stuff into space. I don't know why you ain't throwing a, someone grab a bag on the way out, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. You're, you're yeah. already up there. You're already up there. Take a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> better than the ocean. It is better than the ocean. Yeah. yeah Let's right. see how big space is. <laughs> Pretty big. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if it's endless, then really, the trash is fine. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. just be gone. It'll be way on out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if aliens complain about it, we go, "Hey, man, just let it go by." Yeah, <laughs> and then as soon you yeah. it, it'll you'll forget all about it. It'll keep going. Yeah, your children are gonna have a weird upbringing, but then it'll be <laughs> yeah. clear again. Yeah, yeah. I I think this is a revolutionary idea. I agree. Hmm. Well, I hope right. they, I hope they do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, they need to be talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you could burn the trash and let the smoke just go into. Would you mind yes. just Googling, could trash be taken out of space just to see if anybody's already come up with this idea? Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all are trying to move the entire population of Earth to the moon, so I don't know if it's... Well, see, somebody's thought of it. So this is, the Discover Magazine says that it would cost $33 quadrillion <laughs> a year to launch our trash into space. Uh, that That's money we're making up. Yeah. But that's money that there's a real resources that you need to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to build that stuff. But you're just paying salaries. Yeah. And you just go, yeah, my- yeah they'll have to be a board, yeah. uh, a trash board. So and- this is this is saying, why not just shoot it into the sun rather than Jupiter? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is guessing why and we don't. This is why we won't do it. Yeah, because, you know. I would rather shoot it into vast nothingness than at our energy provider. Yeah. You know, don't shoot trash at the sun. Yeah, let's leave the sun alone. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, "Ah." let's don't make the sun angry. It might make it hotter. You know, get some kindling going and be like, it starts really like, man, it's 150 degrees out here. (laughs) Yeah. It's all that trash we (laughs) sent up here. Yeah. Yeah, just seeing it light up. (laughs) Just seeing sparks all day. (laughs) That's that plastic I sit up there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like uh, propane tanks. Yeah. 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 I'm into it. Yeah. Is there a reason why it said it doesn't? It says there are currently three barriers to the idea. One is the possibility of a launch failure. If your payload is radioactive or hazardous and you have an explosion on launch or during a flyby with Earth, all that waste will be uncontrollably distributed across Earth. Well, let's don't start with radiation. Yeah, we're talking about paper and plastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's radiation in the ocean. Let's talk about the, the ocean one. Yeah. It costs less... So th- this is these are arguments against shooting it into the sun. It says it actually costs less to just shoot it out into the out of the solar system than it does right into the sun for some reason. And it's it said mainly the reason is just the cost. It just costs so much money to do it. 
we all got on board. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. We mm-hmm. all just agreed. A little bit of a tax hike. Let's fund this. You we know. direct the money some. I mean, at least you can wrap your head around it. You know, where the money, all the money taxes, whatever, all the money that's being sent somewhere, they tell you it's going to this and that. Mm-hmm. At least you're like, I'm trying to send trash to space. And you go, all right. That's yeah, pretty maybe cool. If you, yeah. Maybe yeah. if you donate a little money, they give you a little land from the landfill that won't be needed anymore. Yeah. Well, they're saying that a, a big benefit of doing this with all the nuclear waste that's really dangerous that America has. That you just shoot that out into space, then it's not our problem anymore. Mm-hmm. We have sixty thousand tons of high level nuclear waste, but in the United States alone, Superman took an atomic bomb into outer space, and it opened up that thing that the Kryptonian villains were in, and so he could open free up some villains out there we don't even know about. <laughs> That's true. Superman too. It's the things you don't think about, really. That uh, should be one guy in there that goes, "What if there's no space? It bounces back towards us." And they go, "All right, <laughs> all right that's a good point." Well, yeah. that's the real reason. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who that guy could be. Yeah, that would be funny. They go, "All right, this is a good idea." Just you go, "Dang!" It's coming back down towards us. We're still watching. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh boy, there was a." They'll go. It's the magnification of space. It yeah. seems like it's coming at you, yeah. but it just is getting yeah. bigger because it's magnified. All the answers are in space, but they won't let us ever just shoot stuff up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. Let's get serious. Talk about the mail. Okay. Stamps are going up next M-A-I-L. week. M A I L. Yeah. Oh. Stamps are going up next week. Does anybody no. know what a stamp costs now? Eighty-five cents. Mm. About seventy-one cents. Uh, I would say uh, ninety-two, sixty. Whoa! Oh, wow. It's just for your regular, your regular oh. first-class stamp. It's going up to sixty-three cents mm. next week. Mm-hmm. Dang! You guys go to the post office much? No, I go to the post office all the time. Do they know you there? Yeah, a couple of different ones. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you cash your checks? <laughs> 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 well, I've been doing my own merch for a long time, so I yeah. go to the post office with boxes. Well, why know. do you have use multiple post offices to do that? Well, because you get banned from one. Well, no, I go to Hermitage. That's where I live, yeah. and then sometimes I'll go do some. You know, we'll go out to Mount Juliet and do things. So I'll go hit that post office, give <laughs> oh, Hermitage yeah. a little relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Have you ever had any issues at the post office? Well, I've had lots of issues, not <laughs> at these particular post office, but I, you know, I've lived in various places and I've gotten into arguments with people at the post office. I didn't understand some things about shipping, and you know, a lot of them don't like you to ask any questions. Yeah. They get a real attitude with you in there. Hmm. My aunt and uncle worked at the post office. Yeah, for years. Tired now. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm probably not encountering them. Because I got a box sent to me that was like a priority box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'll just reuse the box. And yeah. they were like, you can't reuse the box. And I, I didn't understand. And the guy yelled at me. Uh, and I just like, I don't understand why. But it, I realize now the box is free. And so you just pay a certain amount to get it. But I just couldn't understand why you wouldn't let me just. I'm like, aren't we all out here trying to save the planet here? Yeah. And you won't let me reuse this box? I don't know if Mount Juliet's post office is really focused <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Saving the planet, yeah. but yeah, other people are. I've never had problems in Mount Juliet. I like them. One guy was complaining there. He's acting like I was bringing in too many boxes, <laughs> making him work too hard. And I was like, well, this is, you know, I'm. if this were a private business, you would be like, thank you for bringing all this business to me. Yeah. But you're trying to 
you know, be lazy in here. Do you walk up to the door and kick the door and make one of them come open it? That's how many boxes you got in your hand. You just well, go, bam, bam, bam. And they go, oh, yeah. It's dusty. Well, dusty. sometimes this is what I do. I go, I set about nine boxes on the counter and I go, I got a couple more of these. You want to just go ahead and get started with these <laughs> yeah. and I'll keep making trips. And then the post office, the line just lines up out the door. Oh, yeah. I've shut down small post office in small towns <laughs> yeah. where I go in there. In my hometown, Opelika, I went to that post office one time because I was making a trip. I didn't yeah. have time to do the boxes in, in Nashville, but I was make, so I was like, I'll just take them with me. Yeah. And I, I mean, this guy was so stressed. I mean, the line was going out the door into the parking lot. <laughs> The guy was so stressed. Just because of you. Yeah, because he's just keying in a lot of boxes. Yeah. Did I'm you like, like prop the door open because you were going in and out so much? Well, him, I was able to. I mean, I I don't know what I did exactly, but. Yeah. Do you go, if you guys want this line to go quicker, someone follow me out to my car, grab some of these <laughs> yeah. boxes. But he was so stressed, like, because he's just keying in the individual yeah. boxes, but it was just taking a long time. And I'm like, just, you know. Just keep working here. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, we're he's, doing it. He's telling me about all these different stamps.com and uh, all these different things I could be doing. And I'm like, all right, but but for today, <laughs> yeah. let's just get this Like going. you could go have it where you just drop them off and they don't have to do that. Yeah, but then you're like, you know, then you weigh the packages at home yeah. and, yeah. Then, and then you got to print labels. And I'm like, well, I would just be doing your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, well, you that's know. the goal of some a lot of businesses. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. do your job. You do yeah. all the work. Yeah. We send you a meal, you cook it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you exactly. have to tip at the post office? No, no. There's not a there's no tip options. Yeah. 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 I did give them some chocolates. <laughs> Christmas time. That's how much you go in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had people get irritated with me before, but I, I know how to, how it all works now. So I'm I'm I gotta I got my whole system down. Yeah. Post office does not get taxpayer dollars. No? Wow. They're all self-funded by selling stamps, products, stuff like that. That's why they keep raising the price. They got to find a way to fund it. I thought it was run by the government or something. It is a government agency, but they don't get taxpayer money. There was a lady in the Hermitage post office one time. She got real mad at the teller, and she goes, I'm taking my business to Chattanooga. (laughs) 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we all laughed when she left because I'm like, this is not a private a chain you're running yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody in here cares that you're going to Chattanooga. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. taking my business to Chattanooga. Yeah. And Chattanooga is also a funny name to say, like, to be taken seriously. <laughs> to say aggressively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's such a, where is it at? Nashville. That's just a long drive. Dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it is. How two you hours that? away. Yeah, it's an yeah. hour and a half, two hours to go. And there's another post office just down the way in yeah. Donaldson. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Taking my business. So the earliest known <laughs> delivery of mail is 3000 BC. Uh, Egyptians use homing pigeons. Homing pigeons know, well, they know how to get home. They have a built-in direct. So they would take these with them on the road, and then they would put a little message, and they know that, it's going to go back to where they started. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. I never knew how the pigeon worked. You see them in movies where they throw it up, and yeah. I'm like, well, how do you know where that thing's going? <laughs> you get, yeah, you can only send out. Yeah. But, man, you better hope that doesn't fall off. You know. Yeah. yeah. Probably not send anything well, important. What do, you, what do you think the success rate is on a homing pigeon? I mean, obviously more than 50-50. Back then it was that or nothing, I guess, so why yeah, not give yeah, it a shot? Yeah, no alternatives, but like, it can't work 100% of the time. 
I mean, just grabbing it and tying it to the leg. I mean, they don't have big legs, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, I got. I don't know <laughs> if you strap a backpack on them. And they were still had everything written on stone tablets back then too, <laughs> yeah. so it was a really heavy package. A lot of pigeons died along the way. Yeah. <laughs> or just predators. Yeah, yeah. some predator. I think you it. gotta like know, like you're like if you see one pigeon, it's help. Two is we're okay, you know, or something. Like you gotta have a backup plan to be. I'm going to write on this pigeon, but but your, obviously your wife gets mad at you because she hadn't written her, and you're like, oh, honey, yeah. I put in a pigeon. You're like, yeah, just like look for a pigeon it. for the next three months. Any yeah. pigeon you see. That text must have not gone through. That was like, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I bet that pigeon was eaten by a hawk. Yeah, <laughs> you know. She goes, I bet it was. It always does. Doesn't it? it always does. A hawk comes flying around. Yeah, she's like, seems like the neighbor doesn't have any problem with hawks. Yeah, I never see their, gets their letters. Gives one every day. Yeah, comes home, pigeon lands on with flowers. <laughs> Where's my flowers, sweetheart? <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> babe. Those are probably my flowers. Yeah, I put flowers on there. <laughs> Maybe don't be cheap, and we'll buy some better pigeons. You're the one that you're the one who got your uncle's pigeons. You know? <laughs> My uncle's got a pigeon farm. We're gonna use all those pigeons. Oh, well, his pigeons are dumb. Don't talk about my family like that. Fight that kind of fight. Huge fight breaks out. First post office in America was 1639 Fairbanks Tavern. Back then, everyone hung out at the tavern, so they said this would probably be a good place to deliver the mail. It's mainly just coming in from Britain. So, this was before America was here. Well, it's before the United States of America was. So it was just colonists. 1639. Yep. In Boston. Okay. Yeah, Boston. So that's where people would drop off the mail. When did, uh, when was it? Uh, What's the Columbus? 1492. 1492. Oh, yeah. We were here for a while. Yeah, a minute. (laughs) But Columbus was here. We were, you know. Yeah. It was a loose America, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a loose America. Yeah. It took a while for things to get going as far as like British colonists and stuff. Yeah. It was like kind of, you know, the beginning. A lot going on. A yeah. lot going on. It was pretty early. They didn't have a post office yet. Yeah. yeah. They got one in 1692. <laughs> yeah. An ocean. Columbus sailed. Took 200 years to get a post office going. Yeah. yeah. Well, then in 1775, the first U.S. post system was started. Anybody want to guess who the first postmaster general was? Benjamin Franklin. George Washington. Uh, um, <laughs> That's uh, the two people you don't yeah, remember. Yeah, that's <laughs> all I got. Uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Andrew. Ja- oh, no, he wasn't around. Um, he might have been. Who was the second? John Adams. That's a good guess. You said it very confidently. Yeah. You're right. Benjamin yeah. Franklin. Because oh. you knew that. How'd you know that? Notre Dame? I was just in Philadelphia a few a few days ago. And they talked about that? I walked here. I went to the Liberty Bell. I went to Independence Hall. I was reading up on it. Yeah. And they said he was the first Postmaster General? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Went to Ben Franklin's grave. Oh. Put a penny on it. Wow. Oh, because wow. oh, that's what, yeah. And it has changed all over his grave. Yeah. Pretty underwhelming grave. You think you would have a big headstone, but it was just a just a nothing mm-hmm. block of concrete. Well, because we were throwing pennies on them. The yeah. 1700s, or I guess he when did he die? 1800s. Uh, yeah, you would think they would upgrade it though. <laughs> you know, 
I give the man an upgrade. Well, you want to keep the original headstone. Yeah, you want it to be his bear, original but also grave. give him some good stuff. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gave him <laughs> a they, had a they probably had some signs, mm-hmm. right? Do they yeah. have, like, signs? You think he's in there? Yeah, there's signs everywhere. Where's he buried at? Like, right in Philadelphia? Yeah, right around the corner from Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell. Yeah. It's just, like, a block away. Yeah, right prime location. Yeah. You That's think he's point. really in there? Or they mm-hmm. dug him up? Who would have dug him up? I don't know. Just feels like. There's no way to tell. Dig him up, clone him later. We do need a few more of him. He's a real renaissance man. Spoke a lot of languages. That's always been like amazing to me, people that could speak different languages. You know You know what I like to use? Babbel. Babbel is the number one language Boom. learning that software. Good. Good. I, mean, I, thought, I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> I, know. I was like, this is dumb. You've already yeah. told us this. Thanks to Babbel's fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. I've told you guys I'm going to Brazil in October for a wedding. I need wow. to brush up on the Portuguese. Who's getting married there? My brother-in-law oh. is marrying a woman from Brazil. Oh. Getting married in Sao Paulo. Ooh, wow. And then we're going to Argentina and see Patagonia, and they speak Welsh down there. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Because a bunch of Welsh people came there. Languages are crazy. You don't ever know what people are going to say. I want to cover all my bases here. You need to go to Babbel. Ten-minute lessons, I mean, you can knock out a bunch. You can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. The big thing here is this is not built by AI. We've played around with AI on here. It's fun, but it's not perfect. Mm. You want to talk to somebody who really speaks the language. That's how these courses are built. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Russian, whatever you want, they got it on there. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Nate. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash Nate for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, a language for life. I, so, I think I want to try um, to learn. I, I've been wanting to try it. Babbel. You got one in mind? Uh, Spanish. Spanish be nice. I think it's going to be one that we need to probably work on mm-hmm. here. So it's like, uh, I think I would like to. I'd like to learn Latin. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all I got. <laughs> you were pointing at me. That's what well, I thought, I I thought you might be something. like, uh, we should just all learn English. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder if you thought maybe a universal language would be the way to go. I think yeah. Spanish. But I mean, uh, yeah. You think if the whole planet had to agree on one language, it'd be Spanish? No. Uh, no, I mean, it might be English. I don't know. But I think English, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying for Spanish would be not be bad to learn here. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. And then so, you know, yeah. I think it would be great to know Spanish. I mean, just because there are so many Spanish speakers, it would just be fun to like yeah. be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I agree. So um, when the post office first started, everyone just went down to the post office to get their mail, just to check, see if they had any mail or whatever. And the recipient had to pay for the mail, not the sender. The recipient oh, had to receive it. So like- a lot of people would go and be like, I'm not accepting this. Yeah. You go, who's it from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't pay for that. Yeah. And then, so then the post office was doing a lot of returning to sender because they're like, they don't want it. So then finally, someone, someone came up with the idea of postage stamps. So stamps were indu- introduced in 1847, and then that started where the sender had to pay for it instead of the recipient. That so, seems like a much better way to do it. 
if you're the post office. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a collect phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Got a bunch of pigeons hanging around there nobody wants. Yeah. <laughs> can keep feeding them. <laughs> the uh were that was the post office ever using pigeons? Like no. officially? <laughs> the only thing I know is from Egypt from three thousand BC. Okay. I don't think so, so. There's a little bit of time between that and the first American post office. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. A little bit. So they were using just horse and carriage, just so they were not using pigeons here? Not that I know of. Oh. No. I feel like they do that in movies, though. I mean, not that movies are all got to be correct, but I just feel like they will use the pigeon. Mm-hmm. How does a pigeon know where it's, what a home is? Yeah. Well, they just have a, wherever they're born, I think, they have this built-in system of knowing how to get back to it. I think it's something you You don't think a- you have that in you? I think I do. Yeah, you could find your way back home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure everybody kind of does, but but I have a home. <laughs> you know, I mean pigeons. Now, if a pigeon has to move a lot, <laughs> like it's it not can yeah. confusing. Yeah, I mean it's you know you have a pigeon that's going to show up in Gulletsville, and you're like, well, I'm, I mean, on the weekend he visits his dad. <laughs> yeah, he's in Knox County. You're like, I mean, it's five days away. And he goes, I mean, I'm in Tennessee, though. He's calling you. He's like, honestly, I'm tired. <laughs> he goes, I, dude, you don't know what I... Have I'm you ever gone over the Appalachian Mountains? Oh, it was just so high. Storming. I think my home is Knox County. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to just tell you what they said on the phone. <laughs> and you go, all right, but I wanted you to be here. <laughs> Uh, Pony Express, we talked about that a little bit on the Old West episode, but that was another, that wasn't the U.S. Post Service. That was kind of like the FedEx or UPS. It's a private company. That found a way to move letters faster. So it only lasted for a year and a half, um, but they would find scrappy riders, as they advertised, usually orphans, and you you couldn't weigh more than 125 pounds. So, because the whole pack had to be no more than 165, and a rider... They would switch horses every 10 miles to a fresh horse, and then the guy would ride usually 75 to 100 miles at a time before they switched to a different rider. And they'd go day and night, and they'd go from St. Joseph, Missouri to San Francisco. Wow. Wow. And they just had them stationed everywhere? Mm-hmm. Every 10 miles, they had a new fresh horse. And then I guess once the rider's done riding mile 100 or whatever, he would just spend the night there. Just doesn't seem very profitable. I guess not. It didn't last very long. Yeah, I don't. I mean, how are you getting those horses? You just got them spread out everywhere, you know. Then I guess you, when you're on your way back, maybe you just. Do I mean, the that's same 40 thing. pounds of mail. That's not even a lot of mail. It's a lot of paper. Yeah. But that's it's paper mail. That's saddle. That's everything he's got. Yeah. That's ju- uh, just mail. I mean, and how much is like good mail and how much is like, hi, I went to school today. It's like, we can't. <laughs> or junk mail. Yeah. 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 Not a lot of Sears catalogs of yeah. those Pony Express. Yeah, and you're like, we can't be. <laughs> yeah. I go, well, you know what this is? How much does that cost? Yeah. Uh, Probably pretty expensive. I don't know. Yeah. I'll look that up. Um, so once they start, so then the guy came up with a system to, um, what did he call it? Uh I can't forget. I've lost it. But anyway, a system where instead of making people come to the post office, you start, they start taking it to your house. Because you notice during the Civil War, a lot of widows were standing out in the cold waiting to get a letter from 
their husband at war. And he said, what if we start delivering it to you? And it took off and that's nice. That became a thing. And, but then you, at the time you had to give it to the recipient. You couldn't just leave it. So all day long, people are just walking. Is he home yet? No, mm-hmm. you know, all that. So then they said, well, let's come up with something. So that's when the post, the mailbox was invented. You're not required to have a mailbox. Oh, really? No, you don't have to have one. Um, you can just, if you don't have one and someone tries to deliver mail, they'll just write MM, NMR, no mail reciprocal, and it'll go back to the post office. You won't get your mail. Oh, they have to. I thought they'd just throw it on your. No, they can't do that. I wonder if you could not pay bills or something like that because you could just be like, I don't have a mailbox. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have a contract with the company. That yeah. you're gonna pay I the feel bills. like that company would be like, well, but then you're go like, ahead and get a mailbox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you're like, well, we sent a notice and you're like, well, you got to, you need to physically tell me because you probably have to give them a notice. So you could, you like, maybe legally, they probably have to say you, they have to have a notice. Mm hmm. And they're like, well, they don't have a mailbox. Then it's like, well, I guess you, it's like when you have to get served. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you basically just could walk around and like just try not to get served. And yeah, I think they would figure that out. It's called free city delivery. That's what they call it when they start taking it to your house. Um, By the way, the early days of the Pony Express was very expensive for people to ship stuff. $5 for every half ounce of mail. Wow. So that's the equivalent of $130 today per half ounce. Wow. So wow. this was this was not for the common man sending yeah. regular letters. This was like important stuff being said. Yeah. And they lowered it to $1, but that was still really, really high back then. So that's why it went out of business. You're right. It wasn't a sustainable model. Yeah. It wasn't profitable. How many ounces in a pound? 16. Wow. So it would be 32 times 130. I mean, that's $4,160 a pound. Wow. Yeah. And 40 pounds? Yeah, you're going to want some guarantee that that 40 gets pounds, right? That's the equivalent of it today, yeah. Yeah, I know. So that's $4,000 a pound? Mm-hmm. So it would be like $160,000? $160 a, a pound. Back then? Yeah. $160 a pound. Mm-hmm. No, I know, but I'm saying it's $4,000 a pound, and they can do 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right, forty pounds, including so that means including today, including the saddle. So that means it's like one hundred sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, something. yeah, they could they could make some money doing it. And you'd be you'd be one. You have to, well, you'd have to pay everybody. Yeah. So probably have to have a if lot you of did dead it now, horses. Yeah, a lot of horses yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. It's a lot. Uh, zip codes became a thing. Why don't you just call them? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, zip codes became a thing in 1963. Zip stands for Zoning Improvement Plan. 1963. Oh. Yep. Zip is an acronym. Yep. Zoning Improvement Plan. Okay. And I never knew this, but so the the five digit zip code, it, the first number is depends on what part of the country you're in. it goes from east to west, one or zero through nine. So if you're in Maine or New York, your zip code is going to start with zero or one. Uh, and then it goes from east to west in California, Washington starts with a nine. I had no idea. I think we were wow. zero in New York. I guess yeah, so. I, yeah. I mean, when I mail packages there, yeah, it's always zero. And then like Alabama's three, uh, we're three, Tennessee's we're three. three. Yeah, mm-hmm. huh. 
How about that? And we were Pretty cool. in California. Yeah. They put some thought in it. I've this been stuff. zero, nine. Maybe New York was, or Chicago might have been three. Charleston was two. South Carolina was two. Oh. They got two quick. Yeah. That's probably too quick. Yeah. I bet that's a slow down. Of, I, yeah. bet, I bet too yeah. stretched a bit. Because Charleston's go, still on the coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where'd one go? They go, look how far Charleston is. That's too It's two all day. Yeah. And then they get to one. Well, I bet they started working up north and working their way down. Yeah. And then they started going west. What's Florida? Yeah, they probably know. have a couple different ones. I don't know. Florida's west of South Carolina. Yeah. You know, so it's probably just twos and threes. So once these post offices started popping up in these towns, they had to have names for, you, you, to separate the mail. You couldn't have a name of a town that was already another town in that state already had that name. It would be too confusing. Mm-hmm. So they had it. So a lot of these towns just started getting named after the postmaster general, whoever it was. This one town in Alabama, Rimlap, Alabama. <laughs> the guy's name, the postmaster was Palmer, but there was already a Palmer. So they said, let's just do Palmer backwards. There's a lot of towns where it's wow. just the guy's name backwards. Oh, wow. Old Remlap. It's not a bad name for a town. Yeah. I live in Remlap. You'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Real backwards town. <laughs> 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they had to start shortening the city. Like, there was, it was just, there was no um, uniform name, like, Berg was spelt B-U-R-G-H or B-U-R-G. Borough, B-O-R-O-U-G-H or mm-hmm. B-O-R-O. So they're like, we got to have uniformity because it's getting confusing. So in 1890, they uh, came up with the U.S. Board of Geographic Names, and they said, get rid of the H in Berg and shorten, and shorten Borough to B-O-R-O. So Murfreesboro used to be spelled B-O-R-O-U-G-H. Oh, wow. Until then. That was already a long word before that. Well, Pittsburgh really hung on to the H. They did. Pittsburgh, uh, they complained about it, and um, they got theirs back. Because there's a Pittsburgh, Kansas, I think, that doesn't have the H. Yeah. There's a South Pittsburgh, Tennessee doesn't have H. Pittsburgh lost it in 1894, but then they regained the H in 1911. They fought for it to get it back. Fought for it hard. Yeah. Wow. What a dumb thing to care about. Well, why would you care about the H? If they took the H out of Nashville, I wouldn't care. Nashville. <laughs> All right, I might, I might make want it that. a solid H. If I might want to keep that old H. Nashville. <laughs> In the eighties uh, and nineties, the term "going postal" became a thing because there were so many workplace shootings at post offices. It was like why well, just it was just because it was. I mean, I think it's coincidental. Although Newman explained it on Seinfeld because yeah. the mail just keeps they coming, it yeah. just never never ends. Yeah. I can almost see that making sense. It just yeah. it builds up. Uh-huh. It just makes never you go a crazy. break. I mean, it's, most yeah. people at the post office seem frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> they don't yeah. seem to enjoy. I mean, and it's like, and I stand there and watch them when I'm in the post office, and they're just. All day, keying in addresses, keying in at, and right. most people have complaints. They're mad at the people that work there. I've had, yeah, I mean, I've had complaints, <laughs> but I've been, you know, I, I've mailed packages in other cities, and I've seen just people just yelling at people mm-hmm. that work at the post office. I've never yelled at them, 
But I'm I get frustrated with them. But I mean that's well, like isn't then you have FedEx and like these other companies like that start running like properly, and that's the that's the kind of the problem. Like yeah, because it's like they don't give there's not a good system. I feel yeah, like. I mean those are I think more expensive for shipping packages. I mean the mail is really amazing. It's like we can talk bad about the mail, but it's amazing that I can just put a hat in a box, pay a little bit of money, and it goes all the way across the country in like two days. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Well, you can order. I mean, ordering stuff on Amazon is crazy. Like when you just order something and you're like, and then it's just in your house, and yeah. you're like, I just ordered this and it was somewhere else. I, I had I ordered a thing uh, on Saturday and. I got home about an hour and a half later, and it had come. Yeah. I mean, it's. I was like, whoa, that's wild. And it was a portable DVD player for the car. I'm like, I, didn't, I, I thought I wouldn't even be able to find a DVD player. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. we got these laying around. There's one just sitting in a yeah. warehouse <laughs> yeah. near your house. Yeah. I think yeah. Kathleen Madigan has a joke, doesn't she? Where- She's a joke about, yeah, just the idea that you can – Hey, if I give you 50 cents, will you take this to Washington State? Or take this to Alaska. Take this to Alaska, yeah. yeah. Can I get you anything else? More stamps. (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah. 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 When the post office first started, it was the only way people had to deliver money. So if you were caught stealing someone's mail, it was the death penalty. Wow. Wow. When was this? I still support that. This (laughs) This was in the 1700s when it first started. If mail thieves got the death penalty, and then Congress soon reconsidered 1799, stealing mail for first-time offenders yeah. was punishable by public whipping. Because they're like, we're killing so many people. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this is way bigger problem than we <laughs> People thought. are like, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Second offenders, still death penalty. Public whipping. Yeah. And when was this? What year? 1799 is when they changed oh. it to the public whipping. This is under Ben Franklin's watch, huh? Uh, no, he was postmaster general a very short time. Okay. You know, I support a warning for the first time, death penalty for the second. It's like, <laughs> you do it the first time, we're like, listen, we're serious about this, okay? We yeah. catch you again. I support There's it. There's no in-between a no. warning and the death gonna, penalty. Yeah, well, you're going to have to kill someone to let to set the yeah. standard. Yeah. Like, you know, like, we're serious about this. Mm-hmm. Don't do this again. So there were so many letters being mislabeled, unlabeled, whatever, that they opened the dead letter office in Washington, D.C. in 1825 for people to go through to try to figure out where this was supposed to go. And they would hire women to do it because back then women were seen, I think still today, more honest than men (laughs) as far as stealing stuff from your letter. And uh, Probably from all the... Dead letters, all the people they've killed for still. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they still have it. Now it's called the Mail Recovery Center and it's in Atlanta. But it's a place where letters go where they try to figure out where's this supposed to go. So they at least give it a go. How hard are they really trying? Uh, they can't be trying. I, I shipped a hat one time. Somebody ordered a hat from Dubai and I shipped mm. it to Dubai. And I guess no one picked it up in Dubai, and it came back. <laughs> so it went all the way to this country for like seven, I don't know, 15 bucks. Yeah. And nobody claimed it, and they sent it all the way back to me. Yeah. The guy messaged me. I go, I don't know, man. It went all the way to your country. You're just like, move to a better country. And then it <laughs> came back. No, I'm kidding. I just like, you should have got it. You didn't mail it to him again? Nah. Told him to find a different comic to like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I hate 
international shipping. You got to fill out a whole customs form. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I already did this one time. Yeah. I guess the 1996 movie Dear God. Anybody see it? Starring Greg Kinnear. I think I saw that. He Maybe. worked. He with, worked at the George dead, Burns. No, that's the original. This is the remake. Oh, okay. Greg Kinnear worked at the Dead Letter Office, and he responded to a letter written to God. Oh. Yeah, that's bold of him. I felt, eh, I don't know if I saw it, but many people write to God. Someone's answering. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear yeah, is yeah. dear God. That's bold of you. What? Greg Kinnear. That's bold of him to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, presumptuous. Yeah. I know what he said. There's also a facility because <laughs> I have to watch. The <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah. It really got me hooked. Well, in the George Burns one, he was God, right? I saw it as a kid. I just remember liking George Burns. Yeah. I don't even know why I liked him. He just seemed like a real character. Yeah. There's also a facility dealing just with bad handwriting. The remote encoding center in Salt Lake City just deals with people trying to figure out what you're trying to say here. Handwriting. Piece. I'd imagine these facilities are just to tell you that we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing going on there. There, there's, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no, no way. way that yeah. they're, like, they're basically just, it's like, and I would imagine most bad head is probably just someone that's like, if they even have an ounce of a trouble, they just throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so maybe you get a person that's like, I'll look one second longer than that person. And then they go, uh, then they throw, then it. they send it to the dead letter one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they just go, so this is where we burn it? <laughs> yeah. All is he it, did was leave the H on uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw is it where away. the letters die. The mail was so trusted when it first started, the people would mail their children. Wow. If they had to send their kids somewhere, it was cheaper to just mail it. Um, I think I maybe even sent you a – did I send you something? You put them in a box? Under the plane? In a crate? Yeah. And then I think they'd ship it on a tr- train or something or – Ship it? Or put a little sticker on it? Snakes? Yeah, they would mail their – like if they're going to visit their uncle, they just mail them. Yeah, it was cheaper. Then What? Flying them in a plane? Then there was no I guess, plane. I guess then cheaper maybe to put them on a passenger train or something. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd like to see how they're shipping them. Well, it looks like that guy's just carrying the baby very badly. Oh, man, that's, that's not, 1913. That's, that's not the, what you're signing up for when you become yeah, a postman. Yeah, it was legal to mail children. With stamps attached to their clothing, children rode trains to their destinations accompanied by letter carriers. Wow. 53 cents for parents to mail their daughter. Mm. Where are you mailing your kid to? And you don't even know if they get there. There's no real communication. Yeah, they right? got to send a pigeon back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightmare. And what are you getting? You're getting a quarter out of that? You got to <laughs> take care of a one year old? And you got to, I mean, just be like, <sighs> just say you don't want your kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and just like they have to do it. Mm. I mean, imagine carrying. That couldn't have been. Are there still services for that? Do you think? Obviously, they're different, but well, you can fly your kid. Can you fly like a one-year-old kid? Uh, I, I don't think, think so. so. I mean, I'd imagine you'd have to, you know, you have to get somebody someone's to fly gotta, with them. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to. Yeah, if you're flying a one-year-old without you, I think uh, Child Protective Services comes along and and they'll fly with. I them. bet they could fly three-year-olds or like you know four. You know, depends. But I mean, five-year-old. I had a, I talk about that, I had a kid that flew alone, uh, and he sat next to me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the parent is at the front of the plane, mm-hmm. drops them off, and then the other parent gets them as they come off. 
but I, I had he was a very sweet kid in the middle. And I let him like watch my phone and then he just fell asleep on my shoulder. It's kinda like, yeah, you know, he's like very nice little kid. Yeah. Uh but they just flies and then whew. But there's awesome. gotta be some circumstance where for totally valid reasons I have to send my newborn to San Francisco without me. You know? There's gotta be some service. Go on Fiverr or TaskRabbit or something. I'll figure it out. Got to ship the kid over there. I don't even what know. Is, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. Is, what is Fiverr and Taskrabbit? Oh, it's just where you hire people to do stuff online. <laughs> There's so much more stuff, man. I don't even. I, I'm. I'm still like. Could be like Uber Eats, and there's there's stuff. I I don't know what stuff. You put is. the kid in an Uber and just drive the Uber all the way out there. Yeah. One way. Yeah, yeah. Just find a guy you really trust. Mm-hmm. Stick mm-hmm. your kid in the back of his Honda Civic. Yeah. Let him go. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Would you do that, Brian? Got a car seat already back there. Send my daughter? When you were no, when you were Uber driving, somebody goes, Listen, I'll give you it's gonna be a huge bill. It's gonna be eighteen hundred dollars, but drive my kid to California. Eighteen hundred. That might not be enough. It's a long way to go for Yeah, I mean you're talking three or four days with a driving baby. with a baby. Then you gotta yeah. change the diaper. You gotta get a hotel. Yeah, you gotta change the diaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like adopting a kid for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll say no. I mean I would when I drove for Uber, I'd pick up teenagers. That's a movie though. Let's do that movie. Yeah. Brian Bates drives a kid to California <laughs> yeah. in <an> Uber. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for that. Picking up other passengers. The kid along the leaves, way. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I learned the life lessons. He cracks the window. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, that whistle noise. (laughs) Then drive me crazy going through Montana. The the president makes more money than any federal employee, $400,000 a year. Second most, the postmaster general. Makes more than the vice, well, used to be third, but when Kamala became vice president. Yeah. I'm trying to make a joke about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Postmaster General makes 276000 The vice president trying to make a wage gap joke. Wage gap joke, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes $243,000. The post office used to always be the place where FBI would put their 10 most wanted lists. Does anybody remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. a joke. Why don't you catch them when, when you're taking their first picture? First, the picture sideways <laughs> is because they're takeoff running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good joke. They stopped doing that. Now they just put them up at Walmarts and stuff, right? Oh, do they do that? I don't know. There's always missing kids and stuff up there. Figure you might as well throw a top 10 list. Yeah. They stopped doing it. They said they just needed the space. <laughs> the wow. post office is selling. Every, they're using every space to try to sell stuff. So they just said I, that wall needs to have some display other than. There's room for a piece of paper. Oh, like ads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. what a cop out. No, nah, but they are like if you go to a post office, there's there's stuff everywhere. There's not an eight eight point five by eleven little rectangle of area. I, I agree, but it's like but it, it almost shows you your business model to go so your business you're having to your business model is not actually doing the main thing it's supposed to do. But I thought was the post office still the biggest over FedEx and over everything? Uh as far as the most mail? Yeah. I bet it is. Yeah, I thought like uh, I don't think those others have overtaken it. Like the post office is still by far. Yeah, I think so. The biggest. Now the post office delivers Amazon packages on Sundays. Yeah. Why is that? Does Amazon not work run on Sunday or? I don't know. I'd never heard that. I mean, it's shocking if the post office is doing because I, I, I you're. I mean, they deliver mail every day, so they got to be delivering more. But I mean, the way people are getting stuff. 
you know, mail or bills or all that stuff. I mean, it's got to be where people are not. You know, there is a Even guy sometimes that comes to deliver Amazon packages just in a regular car in my neighborhood, and they just will have packages piled up in his car. Mm-hmm. But then you'll have the other, like, really fancy, like, solar electric car Amazon van. You ever see those where it just doesn't make a sound? Yeah. I feel like I could go deliver some. I mean, I was always a delivery guy. I miss it mm. sometimes. Like, I like... I thought this last Christmas, I thought, oh, I sign up for just, they, you know, they need holiday help. Yeah. And just be like, just go and like get home, just be like, let's go grab some boxes, load them up, mm-hmm. deliver some. Yeah, I'd love to, like, when um, when Greg was on here and was talking about working at that. Um, Burger King. Burger King. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to do something like that for a short time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just go work, write some jokes. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Well, you could do it. Yeah. I know, but it's like, also there's like a time factor where I'm gone all the time. I don't tell my wife, hey, I'm going to go work <laughs> at Burger King for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah, that's the tough part. And I never could get hired at Burger King, even when I was a teenager. <laughs> Wendy's, I had an interview and didn't get the job. At Wendy's or Burger King? Wendy's. Oh, so Burger King? Well, Wendy's a little higher class. I don't yeah. know that I applied at Burger King. I did okay. apply at Wendy's and had an interview and didn't get the job. Yeah, Wendy's is, a, especially back then, Wendy's was like, we're trying to do something. It was a big yeah. deal to go to Wendy's. Wendy's was yeah. trying to be, like, they were like Chick-fil-A now. Yeah. Where you're like. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, with the Yankees, you got to shave your beard. and Yeah. Dave Thomas might be doing that interview. Yeah. yeah. Po- yeah. Uh, postal trucks, steering wheels on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for all the mail, they can't make uh, U-turns or left turns because they think it's dangerous. Uh, all U.S. postal trucks are going electric. They're buying no more gas-powered trucks starting in 2026, and they have to hope to have them all electric by 2028. Oh, right, look for some more there stamp increases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a good place to stop. Yeah. All right. That's fun. Uh. Are we going to um, plug places that we're going? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it right now. <laughs> All right. I'm stretching. Uh, Bridgestone. Uh, just let everybody know we will be at Bridgestone April 15th. It is all of us that will be at Bridgestone. Also, my dad is going to be part of the show. This is going to be an awesome, awesome time. I'm excited for Obviously, this is the biggest show ever. And being at home, it's a dream come true. It's uh, Tickets are going. I mean, we've sold a lot of tickets, and there. I know that I think the top is the part where that we're uh, filling up. That's left. Uh, hoping to sell this out completely. Uh, I think the whole night will be amazing. Everybody together, just laughing, having fun, just being a part of it will be huge. And I hope everybody, if you're look, if you're here, I know we have a lot of folks that are traveling in for it since it's a show that all of us are on. So truly. Uh, would love for you to be there April 15th. It's doing very good. There's, uh, uh, there's, I mean, it's like kind of the tops left. I mean, there's a lot of tickets have been sold, so let's sell it out, pack it out. Honestly, it uh, will be amazing, uh, for you guys to be there April 15th. Go check that out. That's the big one, uh, for me. And then you go to my website, uh, and check everything else out. Uh, Tupelo going back, going back to Tupelo. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, a bunch. Of, uh, yeah, maybe I'm on Tupelo this week. Uh, yeah, I have that, and then yeah, and then I might be. Well, we're uh, we're we got to pre-record a few. So uh, yeah, 
But yeah, go check that out. Uh, this week I got some private corporate shows, but they're still on my website. So you can't come, but I want you to know about it. Yeah. Uh, and then next week, Waukesha, Wisconsin. And then the week after that, February 3rd, I'm with Dusty Slay and Aaron Weber in Lexington, Kentucky. All right. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I am, uh, next weekend I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights Comedy Club. I've never been. I'm excited. And I just added a bunch of dates I'm going to Charlottesville, Virginia now. I'm going to uh, West Bend, Wisconsin. I'm going to uh, Lexington, Kentucky at Comedy Off-Broadway. A lot of fun spots. Aaron Weber Comedy. Come hang out. All right. This week, uh, as of tonight, I'll be in Mobile, Alabama. We have two shows. We sold out one, so we've added another mm. uh, at the Alabama Music Box. And then I'll be in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and New Orleans. Uh, so all those dates are on the website. And yeah, and the next weekend we'll be in Lexington. Uh, and, I, and and I'll be in Atlanta the next night. So we're, uh, and those tickets are really selling. So get some tickets. It's going to be yeah. hot. Yeah, go get them. Uh, all right. Uh, we love you. And I uh, hope you had an awesome uh past week of a great week and we will see you next week all right bye nate land is produced by nate land productions and by me nate bargetzi and my wife laura on the audio boom platform recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations media thanks for tuning in Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.